Hey, what's going on, everybody? AJ here. I'm going to break down the main events between Israel Adesanya taking on Paulo Costa, 185 pounds for the middleweight strap, UFC 253 headliner. Really looking forward to the fight and the card as a whole. In addition to that, we have another title fight on the line being Dominic Reyes and Jan Blachowicz. They're, of course, fighting for the 205-pound strap because John Jones vacated the belt. It seems as though he's going to be taking some time off and uh, working his way to get up to the heavyweight division to potentially fight Cibe or Francis. So there's a lot of things going on. In addition to that, we've got some other intriguing fights on the card, including Hakeem Dawadu and uh, Zubera Tukugov. Brandon Royvel and Kai Carr France is interesting. Sajari Eubanks is back in action after a very impressive win last time out. Last car taken on Caitlin Vera. She's in a big opportunity uh, spot, so to speak. Got some contender series fighters, including William Knights, uh, fighting here as well. He actually is the only recent contender series fighter on this season. Uh, but, uh, you know, to add to, I guess, the, the fact that this card has a lot of variety in terms of, you know, prospects, championship level fights, fighters that are rising in the ranks. Got a little bit of everything, to be honest with you. So I echoed the same sentiment on the last card, minus the title fights. So I think this card is interesting. Before getting into the breakdown, as I've said before, uh, you could purchase my bets for the events, which includes the bets that I place, consulting for 30 minutes, so just one-on-one, -on -one, ask me anything. This pertains to the events, uh, the betting breakdowns, and the DraftKings breakdowns. That can all be purchased on my website, ajsactionpacksportsbets.com, on the premium betting service tab, ajsactionpacksportsbets.com. That is also in the uh, bio of my Twitter, at AJMMABetting, Instagram as well, at AJMMABetting. Or if it's more convenient for you, <clears throat> if you'd like, you could purchase the bets that I place with the same content at over at MMAoddsbreaker.com on the premium pick section. I'm there amongst a few other very talented handicappers as well. So there's that. Um, one more housekeeping thing. I know I mentioned it last time and the time before that, but my website is actually still being worked on. A uh, gentleman is, is doing his due diligence, taking some time here to touch things up. So uh, I'm, I would expect it's going to be figured out here in the near future. So I'll keep you guys posted on that, of course. But uh, we're here to talk about the main event, and this is a really highly anticipated one. Paulo Costa and Israel Adesanya. Paulo Costa, 13-0 record. He is the underdog currently. Israel Adesanya, the favorite, he is 19-0. Undefeated fighters, that always, I guess, adds a little bit of excitement to what's at stake. You know, not only is it for uh, a title, but somebody's O has got to go, they say. And this is just awesome because these two have always stuck out as middleweight prospects for, for a while. Not just in my eyes, but many, many people's eyes as well. So ever since a couple of years ago, I remember International Fight Week in 2018 when Israel was headlining against Brad Tavares and Paulo Costa was fighting Uriah Hall. They were in, in big opportunities. They were facing two top 15 guys, respectively, or a top 15 guy, respectively. Um, and they went out there and showed out. Israel beats Tavares in a fairly one-sided decision over the course of five rounds. And Paulo Costa got a very impressive stoppage over Uriah Hall. So these two have certainly beaten some names on their uh, rise through the ranks. They both have a win over Yoel Romero. Israel has defeated Kelvin Gastelum, Robert Whitaker as well. Other very talented fighters, including Derek Brunson, just to name a few. And on the Costa side, Romero, Hall, uh, Johnny Hendricks in his you know fight prior to uh, departure of the UFC. So they both have 
not only won, but looked dominant, fairly dominant, I'd say. And so it just adds a little bit extra fuel to the fire, so to speak. So looking forward to it. Uh, you know, there's not too many intangibles, I guess, to uncover here. I mean, unlike the last card where, like I said, I'll mention them, but I do think that most compellingly the stylistic matchup is, is the most important thing uh, to address. And, and that's what I will, of course, be talking about here. I guess the only thing that really sticks out to me in terms of intangibles is just Paulo Costa biceps are, uh, biceps injury post Romero fight. So he's been out for about a year, not factoring that in too much, but again, just one intangible I'd like to take away. Nonetheless, uh, Israel's just been uh, slightly more active. He fought uh, Whitaker in the meantime, as well as Romero since the last time Costa fought. So just a little bit more activity on the Adesanya side, but I'm not really factoring that too much into the analysis. As it pertains to the matchup itself, uh, Israel has truly improved his takedown defense, and not that I'm expecting Costa to shoot takedowns on him all of a sudden, but if he decides to against a very good credentialed and uh, educated striker in Israel, I don't think he'll be that successful considering Israel's takedown defense. It has improved tremendously. Throughout his UFC career, I remember going back to his fight against Marvin Vittori, who, albeit is a very talented fighter and grappler, Vittori was able to take down and control Israel there in round three of their fight, actually forcing a split decision. But since then, Israel, I'd say, despite being known for a striker, which always has caused a little bit of pause for, you know, what is his takedown defense or grappling defense can it be like against the guy who's got that capability, he showed that he's got very good takedown defense and defensive grappling. He showed that against Derek Brunson, even Kelvin Gastelum. Yo Romero as well. The times he has been taken down, he's been very good at popping right back up. And uh, I don't trust Paulo's cardio to just go out there and shoot takedown after takedown. More on that in a moment. So basically what I'm trying to say here is this fight should be won or lost standing, which is, again, important here. You know, Paulo analyzing him as a fighter, I do think he's very talented, to be honest. I mean, I think he has power in his hands. He's got a good shin. He's got solid head movement. He utilizes feints. He's got a high defensive guard and striking exchanges. I'd say he's a good technical striker. Uh, but the thing that I noticed that was very consistent with Paulo in all of his fights, the, the ones in the UFC where he's had success, is he's able to basically force the opposition back into the fence by pressuring them and basically unload hard, fast, powerful volume strikes. And he's he's had a lot of success doing that style. But in a fight against Israel, I'm not so sure that Israel's going to oblige just based off Israel's tendency every time he has gotten backed up against the fence, against a powerful and technical striker in Calvin Gaslam and Whitaker, he's tend to circle and get back to the center of the octagon. So I don't know that this tendency of Paulo to just push Israel back or push the opposition back is going to work against Israel here due to the fact that Israel has shown time and time again to, to not oblige to that sort of scenario. So that it's going to be kind of, I think, unfamiliar waters uh, for Costa. So I'm interested to see how he reacts to that. I'm also interested to see if he's made any adjustments in terms of a fighter with a long reach advantage that has, you know, good technical, clean straight punches against him. And I refer, I'm referring to his fight against Uriah Hall. Obviously he won that fight, but Uriah Hall had a lot of success uh, jabbing him. Uriah Hall's got a very similar reach to Israel. I believe 79 inches. Israel's 80 inches of reach. Uh, was getting touched repeatedly by the jab of Hall. He was also getting tagged up by the straight punches against Romero. And that's that's a concern against uh, a guy like Israel, who, like I said, very technical, very educated striker with an 80-inch reach and does utilize good straight punches. So 
I do think that Israel here will have a lot of success landing those straight punches and utilizing that that length, that reach that he leverages so well. So while the two are at range, Israel, I just think he's going to have a lot more success, not only because of the straight punches. I just think that Israel is the sharper striker. He's also got the ability to switch stances. Uh, he's a more varied striker as well. And like I said before, just vastly more experienced and credentialed of a striker in terms of just kickboxing and boxing than Paulo. I also think that Israel has a superior footwork. Like I alluded to, he's a great technical striker. Israel's a crafty striker. I'd say he's the much better counter striker. Paulo doesn't really look to counter that much. Like I said, he just basically wants to pack the opposition up against the fence and they just kind of unload strikes against them. Israel's also got very good feints that he's utilized and shown time and time again. In addition to that, he's shown a good shin, though he still can be hurt with a big shot like he showed, up, like he showed against uh, uh, Calvin Gaslam there, not just round one, uh, but also round four there as well with a head kick. Uh, where Gaslam perplexingly had him hurt, but then went for a takedown. So it would have been interesting to see how uh, how it would have played out if Gaslam just chose to abandon the takedown and not, or maybe not even go for it at all, just kind of unloaded on, on Israel to see how that would have played out. Could have been very interesting, perhaps a different result, but didn't happen. So um, I still do lean that he has a good chin overall, Israel. And I also think that Paulo does as well. Uh, similar deal though. Paulo still can be hurt with a big shot, like he showed a big, like he showed against uh, Romero. He also was hurt against Hall. Uh, buckled briefly there in the second round due to the excessive jab that Hall was landing on him. So it's one of these fights where they're both threatening, but I would not be surprised to see it kind of play out based off the durability that each guy has shown. But ultimately, here I do think that Israel is just going to get the much better of the striking exchanges. Not like I said, not only does he have the longer reach that he leverages so well. Not only is he the craftier striker that utilizes very good feints and has superior footwork, he's also sharper, just much more educa uh, educated, experienced, and credentialed as a striker than, than Paulo is. And in addition to that, we're talking about a five-round fight here, which I think is very important because Paulo Costa, his last fight against Romero, that was the first fight he's ever been three rounds. He's been to three-round distance in, in his whole pro MMA career. And he definitely slowed down there. That was something that stuck out to me. That's part of the reason why Romero uh, won round three. You know, he started to slow down in that fight. You know, he was actually no he was actually noticeably tired there in round two against Romero. Uh, his hands went to his waist. His mouth was wide open. Punch, uh, the punches were more labored. And Romero was even teeing, him, teeing off on him at times. So I tend to think that if Costa wins this fight, it, it has to be early uh, in rounds one or two. Uh, I mean, granted, the guy's not going to go out there and just, you know, uh, look horrible in round three, four or five, I don't think, in terms of just uh, labored movement. But like, you know, I expect him to definitely slow down uh, again, not like a massive cardio dump, but, you know, he'll slow down nonetheless. So uh, that would, you know, imply less zip on the punches. Again, you know, Israel just being fresher. He's just much more experienced in terms of a five round fight, just in terms of the eye, eye test. I just think that Israel's got the much better five round cardio in terms of just how he moves as the fight progresses. So it's actually one of these breakdowns where the odds have it competitive, I think, because they, they are both very good fighters. And, and Paulo Costa still can win this fight. Like I said, he could win this fight uh, by knockout early. Uh, otherwise, I just think that, you know, the, the better technical striking and superior cardio and all those other advantages I noted with Israel is just going to take over and just ultimately win him the fight, whether it's by stoppage or decision here. So... The odds are competitive because of the the profile of fighters that they are, but I actually think this is a, a good stylistic match for Israel Adesanya. Like I said, he'll have opportunities to counter, 
uh, against Paulo as he's kind of, you know, trying to implement that same game likely, like back the opposition up and throw a lot of strikes. Like I said, Paulo's got the solid head movement. He keeps a high defensive guard while he's fresh. But like I said, as the fight progresses, I just think that uh, the counting opportunities will be there more frequently for Israel. He'll be, he'll be able to capitalize on him on, on them and uh, potentially get a stoppage there. So like I said, I do think that Paulo is very talented, but I just tend to think that it's a, a good style signature for Israel Adesanya. Um, and just one more thing, I guess, in terms of level op- opposition, I mean, Israel has shown that he could go out there and beat very good technical threatening strikers over the course of however long the fight lasts. You know, if you want to point to the Whitaker fights, uh, he was able to get a stoppage there against Whitaker in round two, got a knockdown there in round one. The fight was mildly competitive up until then, but a very good win for him nonetheless because, we, you know, there was questions going into that fight of, like, where was Whitaker at in his career, uh, you know, a decline potentially, so to speak. But, you know, we saw the following fight against Till. Whitaker put on a very good performance, so I would say that he's definitely not at the tail end of his career or anything like that. So it's still a good win for Israel nonetheless, actually a great win. And then the Calvin Gaslam fight as well. Um, I just think that while Gaslam, again, having the, uh, not as long of a reach, he has actually has a very similar to reach to Paulo. I just think that Gaslam closes distance a lot more, uh, intelligently, a lot more effectively than Paulo Costa has shown to do. Um, that's why Gaslam was able to do some damage there in round one and round four and make the fight mildly competitive. Um, but like I said, I just think that, uh, Paulo here is just a bit outgunned on the feet. He's a strong, strong guy, and also the the weight cut is, is probably you know one of the reasons contributing to the the cardio in terms of him uh, slowing down as the fight progresses. And like I said, also just the fact that he's just an experience there again. The, the Romero fight was his first decision in the UFC, so I tend to think that there's just many, many advantages here for Israel on the feet in a fight that should you know be won or lost standing. And then you factor in the fact that it's a five round fight here, um, so I just tend to think that unless if Paulo clips Israel because again, Israel does keep his hands low in striking exchanges. And as a result, he was hurt briefly by Gaslam in round one, uh, hurt briefly with a head kick by Gaslam in round four. But uh, unless Paulo could capitalize that and finish the job in round one or round two, most likely, then I just think that Israel here is going to take over and probably win a decision, uh, if not a stoppage. So the pick for me is Israel Adesanya, in which is a very highly anticipated main event. And um, like I said, a long time coming here. So Really stoked for this fight. Really stoked for the card as a whole. This is a pay-per-view event uh, back in Fight Island. So that's super exciting that we're going to be in Fight Island again for a few weeks here. I know that people were uh, looking forward to the next time we were there uh, when we were over at Apex. But uh, nonetheless, it's awesome that it's it's a thing because I, I still remember when Fight Island, there was like uncertainty as to whether or not it was legitimate. But, uh, you know, it's always nice to, to have faith that, uh, you know, stuff like that out, is out there and that it can come to fruition. And we're seeing that... Uh, unfold before our eyes. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Again, my pick is Israel Adesanya to win. Uh, like I said off the top, if you'd like to subscribe to the premium betting service I render, AJ's actionpacksportsbets.com, the uh, premium subscription tab, also MMA Odds Breaker on the premium picks tab. Uh, upper left corner is where uh, my profile is fi- uh, featured. Thank you guys for tuning in and have a nice day.